It you- Missed, singing. It's Whiskey Dicks and Jane. I'm Steve. I'm Kale. I'm Randy. And I'm Kelsey. And it's Whiskey Dicks and Jane, the podcast about murder and booze. That now I just really want Indian food. Just- <laughs> mm-hmm. Eating. Like today. We're going to change it to Whiskey Dicks and Jane, where now it's going to be Eating Dicks and Jane. <laughs> We eat food and talk about murder. Oh, that's our that's our part two of this podcast. Mm-hmm. This yep. is we'll here. have to find a Eating review dicks. website that we can. Eat. We'll have five ellipses. Pause. We'll have five podcasts in our podcast yeah. family. Eating dicks and Jane. And Jane. And Jane. <laughs> and Jane. So you're eating dicks and you're eating Jane. Yeah. Hot. We're very it's hungry. Hot. It's a podcast about hungry. bisexuality and, <laughs> and food. Uh, it's all fluid up in here. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that does about good, does bisexuality <laughs> and fluid. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Fluids. <laughs> but for now, well, we're still doing Whiskey Dicks and Jane. Yeah. Yeah. As currently established, we are Whiskey Dicks and Jane podcast about murder and drinking booze while talking about murder. And getting off track, and uh, except for Kale, keeps us kind of on point this time. Kale just told the whole she story. Yeah. Nailed it. We just she, sat here. I think she had a she had a a, a connection to the story. I think you liked oh, the tale okay. of Ooh. this person. Ooh. I don't know that you liked it, but like, hey, did we hmm. actually talk about what his other name? You was? found it interesting. Didn't I you? said he did was called the Killer Prophet. You did, yeah. okay? Yeah, because that's when I was like, what? Oh, yeah, because I could see P R O over here. Pro. Okay, uh, right. So, uh, so we did a murder today. If you would like to suggest to us a murder to cover, you can find us at Whiskey Dicks and Jane, uh, Whiskey D and J on Twitter, Whiskey D and J on Instagram, where you can see pictures of the things that we talk about, uh, which are if, all fairly horrible generally, usually, except yeah. for the whiskeys. Those are fantastic. Those are, great. Mm-hmm. Those are real easy pictures to make. <laughs> If you would like to suggest a murder, reach out there, DM, email, etc. If you can also suggest a booze that you'd like us to drink, you can do that too. And we'll do our level best to find it and drink it. Perfect. Yes. Anything else? No. No. Cool. Um, Go football. So we are good to use um, our new yeah. outro. Our, our new, new outro. outro. Thank you, Josh. From Josh. Cool. One All right, of our sponsors. So uh, stay tuned <laughs> for yeah. Lori this, Lorraine. This episode sponsored by Josh. Thanks, Josh. Next episode sponsored by Josh. Well, or whenever a future episode. I mean, sponsored by the Josh. outro. We're new outro by yeah. Josh. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for Lori Lorraine as the intro to the to the episode, and stay tuned for a little musical outro by Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. And goodbye. Or welcome. I guess. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to you. Welcome to Whiskey Dixon Jane. Thanks, Lori. Enjoy. What a good time to start Whiskey Dicks and Jane. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Kale. I'm Randy. And I'm Kelsey. And uh, Whiskey Dicks and Jane is a podcast about murder and drinking booze while talking about murder. So uh, sometimes facts become loose and sometimes they become made up. <laughs> uh, we are currently 
it's our current environment right recording this week of release this is pretty rare for us yeah. it is what is the day january 23rd we're watching the uh bills and chiefs oh, oh. my god they just scored a touchdown <laughs> That I'm glad it is wasn't me. <laughs> for it to be the first. Okay, so. <laughs> all right. Wow. But there's it, still there's still a lot of games, yeah, as we learned. Yep. 42 seconds is all you need to <laughs> Bills just game. took the lead late against the Chiefs. And, yeah, moving on. Everybody um, listening already knows how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Whiskey, Dixon, Jane. Uh, we drink, we talk murder. Kale and Kelsey both research a murderer or a story of crimes that deserve someone to be killed sometimes. Um and they start recounting the story to us and randy and i sit here and drink and hopefully provide some humors along the way uh we rarely had been drinking old fashions before while we were watching football and getting ready for this and so we are already ready to jump into our first whiskey before we start the story is that okay yeah okay we drink all our old fashioned. i drink two old fashions uh so we are starting healing yourself yeah we are starting with barrel helping (laughs) seagrass from barrel yeah uh distillery or barrel craft spirits i think that's what it's called so uh we're going to drink hacker for this review this is a drew beard not a christopher Knoll, sadly and what we've got is the aroma is grassy as advertised because it's called seagrass. Okay. Okay. But there's nothing sharp or overly vegetal to make that a bad thing. On the contrary, there's a lot of silky sweetness, mostly of the stone fruit and mold wine variety that enhances those salty greener notes, making for one of the most engaging noses I've yet encountered from this barrel crap. This is still smell? Yeah, it's all it's smell. Wow. Engaging. Okay, and stone fruit, they mean like peaches or nectarine or whatever, I believe, right? yeah. I don't it's, even smell, I don't, I don't get the grass. I don't know. It's my, a delicious smell. My lips are numb. Oh, good. <laughs> it yeah. smells, from yeah. Smelling smelling it the smell is like, I want yes. like a soap or a candle or something. Like the smell is great. I will it's say that I do, it does smell... As much as it can, it does smell kind of sweet and salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think I can get the stone fruit or whatever. Okay. The palate is initially like dominated specific... by juicy apricot and candied peach, giving Yay. things a generous <laughs> syrupy brightness that's nicely complemented by a bold, but not overbearing, rice spice. The fruit recedes <laughs> into the... <laughs> I bet your lips are numb now, too. <laughs> It is. Uh, I will note that it is a 119 proof whiskey. So, so it's uh, my throat is also numb. Yep. It's got some zip zip to it. The fruit recedes into the mid palate, allowing the blend of rise at its core to showcase more of their cinnamon, sugar, licorice, and dried herb notes. The finish is generous, <laughs> but drying with oak and oh. fading reminders of sweet orchard fruit. Like Barrel's mm, other special hot. editions, this thing is a flavor roller coaster. Definitely worth the price of admission. They give it an A minus. I there like is a lot it. Of flavor. Yeah, it's good. But that burn, <clears throat> right when you think it's subsiding, yeah, it's still burning. Just a little it bit lower. Down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get a little licorice. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna drink it's a little bit dry, more and probably put it? it over ice just to see if it helps cool it a bit. But. Yeah. It's oh. yeah. It's got the, it's got a lot of flavor. The heat comes on 
Kind of slowly, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Insidious. I didn't little... really notice it until, like, my third drink. And I was like, oh, no, now I'm on fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's got some... It's got I mean, some... it took several minutes for me to be like, I want another sip now. Uh-huh. It's got some power. But, like, like Barrett, that dovetail one, when we had it, it was really flavorful. Like, everything that we've... Or the two things we've had from them so far, really, really good. Like, a lot of flavor, a lot of deliciousness. I, I enjoy highly this. recommend... I think we should try to figure out when we can get over to wherever Barrel Dovetail Barrel Kentucky. makes their shit. Louisville. Yep. Louisville, Kentucky. Because I want to go. So they Barrel Craft Spirits based in Louisville is an independent blender and bottler of unique aged cask strength sourced whiskey and rum. Ooh. They done good. I would really like to take a trip. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. For this purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, Otherwise, I would try a podcast that... Uh, <sighs> I mean, dozens, <laughs> tens dozens, of people tens, listen to tens of people. <laughs> Give us the whiskey. We need um, some samplers. Let's go. Maybe after we get some stickers. We're yeah. influencers, I am, I right? Do, I have a lot of like. Okay, you keep I talking about Mark this Patreon. Again. When is there going to be merch? Yeah. So. I bothered when? Mark again, and he said he feels really bad about how You're talking about the boob paperweight. Easy it is for yeah. him to fall into his procrastinations, and <clears throat> it's. The good thing that Mark is so nice. Yeah, he's and I so nice. Really like him. Otherwise, I'd give him a lot of shit. But it's fine, yeah, it's, Mark. It's, just keep trying. Just, <laughs> Do your best, buddy. He doesn't even listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep poking <laughs> at him. Do your best, buddy. <laughs> okay. Hey, so we're here we for make, murder. Like, uh, like a Mother's Day goal. I know we have to have the Ed Kemper Mother's Day cards. Okay. We have to tell him it's just a sketch. Like, that just needs to be a sketch. Okay, well, we may need to, like, legit employ another artist if we need to. Okay. Ooh. Why or, can't we just employ Or I can go over there and I can just hand him some money and yeah, just be like, hand him money you're to paid guilt, now, now you have it. to do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This just is give your him the money line. up front. Okay, so today... Where are we going to get this money? Yeah. Oh. For those of Kira? you who... Like... <laughs> Steal that Girl Scout. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I was like, oh, that might be... A little off the top. Tyree oh, Kill's going to take it to the house. Oh, no. Uh-oh. They're just scoring. Oh, no. And that's a touchdown. Yeah. <sighs> see, they did that too quickly. there's still a minute Now there's still a minute. This is a really fun podcast for everybody. Good Lord. Okay. Everybody knows how it ends. Okay, murders. Mm-hmm. Murders. We're going back to Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. In the 1970s. Oh, uh, good times. Do you remember anybody else from Santa Cruz in the 1970s? Was that Chase? No. No. Was that Kemper? It yeah. was, yeah. Okay. Good job. It's like you wow. listen. I go Steve. And you take notes. Did you, Where was did you give Chase, him a though? cheat sheet beforehand? No? Chase Sacramento. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I actually knew that one. So, because if you remember from the Ed Kemper podcast, there was like a trilogy of serial killers. Oh, yeah, because they didn't know who was doing yeah. what. Kinda, yeah. So, this is chapter two in, <laughs> in 1970s Which is actually, I think, Santa chapter Cruz. one. Yeah, okay, possibly. So. <laughs> There's from timeline. But. I feel like when you watch these shows on like the the yeah, go murder ahead crime. And compare us to that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like that a lot of them are set in the 70s. Like that was like a really oh. big time to be murdered. There were a people. lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that, that was, is, is that what it is? Piece. But hey. now there's also drugs. There's also yeah. we're just better at them. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're just a little better more at the drugs and I, less I murder. Read a meme, microdosing a meme today that said, um, "Every time you take ketamine, a horse has to go through a surgery fully awake." <laughs> and it really made me <laughs> laugh. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> 
That's horrible. Oh, is there a shortage of categories? Straight from the horse's mouth. Like that is rude. Um, this is unrelated, but have you guys watched Mindhunter? Well, we started it. Yeah, we watched a few episodes. It just was so boring. Already, it did take me a little while to get into it. Have you already figured out the not the older guy but the younger guy, who he also is? Mm -mm. He is the king in the Broadway musical of Hamilton. Oh, (laughs) really? He totally is. So we were watching the Disney thing, and I was like, "That guy looks so much like the guy from Mindhunter." And I was like, "Maybe it is." (laughs) Whatever. IMDb. I'm like. Oh my god, the original Broadway. And then he's also the voice of Kristoff from Frozen. Okay. So Mindhunter is not, because he was unknown to me, and now he's also in The Matrix, just a whole flow of The new Matrix. Still need to watch that. He's really Mm. doing it. But yeah, in Mindhunter, he seemed like a nobody, and this was probably, I thought, his starting role. But no, that was like his downsizing from Broadway. Yeah. So that was fun. That's all. That was fun. So... Can we know who this killer is yet, or do you want to keep that one close to the best? Well, today we're going to be, we're going to start by talking about Dr. Oda. Yeah, I didn't look up how to say it. Uh, Yeah, Dr. Victor Oda. It's a Japanese descent name, so you think? I think it's it's Oda. O-H-T-A-S. Yeah. O-H-T-A. Yeah. O-H-T-A. Ota. So, Dr. Oda is the son of a Japanese immigrant who was a farmer in Montana, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Wow. Um, and so, he grows up in Montana, and he goes on to study medicine, and then joins the Air Force and has this really, like, illustrious Air Force career. He's, He's a, a major. major. Mm. Um, and then Ooh, he like leaves. We that. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> We're so good at podcasting. <laughs> He leaves. Oh the- my god! Sorry. <laughs> you can't keep doing this. Well, he- there's a game on. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves the Air Force, um, like appropriately, like yeah. yeah. Didn't yep. get like no. Honorably. Chased out for murdering anyone? <laughs> no. Or exposing himself? Nope. Randy. He becomes an ophthalmologist. Those are the Ooh. doctors, right? An ophthalmologist. <laughs> yeah. What? Of the, of optometrist the old, versus optometrist. Optometrist the ones like helps with glasses. Yeah. Whatever, and then ophthalmologist is, is like the actual medicine like, doctor. Yeah, yeah. Retinas and stuff. Yeah. And cataracts, I think, maybe, probably. I don't know. Or just eye Now I'm just in general. bullshitting. Yeah. Acute glaucoma. Mm, acute glaucoma. <laughs> hate when it it's the worst. Up on you. Yeah. Acutely. Early onset glaucoma. Is that early <laughs> okay. onset? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to start smoking the weed. Yep. I said, watch, watch it closely. I bet it's from his swim goggles. <laughs> that actually makes sense. But guess. why would it still have elevated intraocular pressure? Anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep let's talking keep, let's stuff. Talking. So, Doctor Victor, we'll just call him Victor. Doctor Victor. Victor. We can call him Victor. He is kind of a big deal in Santa Cruz. He has a Rolls Royce. Shit. He He also has a fuck ton of money looking at eyeballs. Lincoln Continental. Yeah. He's got. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He makes a fuck ton looking at eyeballs. He doesn't wear ties. He just wears silk scarves because he's real colorful ones. Fancy man. So he is baller status. He really is. Married, father of four. Yep. Two boys, two girls. Yep. 
The mm. girls are off at boarding school. They're, yeah. they're still fine. So everybody goes to private school. Everybody goes to private Just school. the girls, though, are off at boarding school? They're the older. Yeah, they're, they're like they're 18, uh, okay. 18 so 15 or something. Gotcha. And then the boys are... Younger. Under 12. 12, 12 11, yeah. I think. Yeah. So um, he lives in a house designed by a Frank Lloyd Wright... Oh. Um, Disciple. Disciple. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Aaron Green, which I actually think I actually I, I recognize I that, that name, name too. Yeah. So it was the Aaron Green house, at, like newly built in the seventies, on top of this hill, right they, overlooking yeah. the ocean at Santa Cruz. Guess how much money it was. That when he bought it, well yeah. for an ophthalmologist, even I feel like in the seven. I'm gonna say three hundred thousand. Yeah. In the seventies, that seems reasonable. Two hundred, two fifty, something. <laughs> It was under that 300000 Just <laughs> I, 250. I have no and words now, to describe. How and now, do we think it's worth? <laughs> uh, 5.8. I just really mm, feel I'd like it'd more, be higher yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. I 14 really million. Exponentially say. gotten more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, 200000 was a lot in 1970, but it's not like 1.5 no, like, million. That's, that's not it. <laughs> A rich house. Is that a touchdown? Is that what just That was happened? a touchdown. Yeah. The, yeah. This game it is just ridiculous. Happened. This, this is yeah, insane. This is, sorry, it's everybody. Insane. Mean, these, you guys already know what already happened. Know. But like. But all of these divisionals have been nuts. like down to the very end. Well, congrats to the Bills for making it. And they've it. gotten more exciting because mm-hmm. the there's first no two way. were this not that exciting at the very changing. end. Yeah. I mean, for the whole game, really. Oh, right. man. What a crazy last few minutes. Couple minutes, even. Anyway. Dr. Oda has a really nice house on a hill designed by Frank Lloyd Wright's underling. Yes. Yeah. So much so, appreciate which, Steve's summary. I know. He's He brings us back. I he's, know. He's an ophthalmologist who he is. was an Air Force major. He's a big fancy man who wears silk scarves and drives a roll. How well did you do in school? Were your tests like oh, terrible? I was bored. <laughs> were you special? Were you gifted? Yeah, were you like some other people we know? program in McCall? <laughs> <I>. <laughs> Did you get rejected by the gifted and talented no, program I in was, McCall? <laughs> I was sent to like penmanship class. Yeah. And Steve's <laughs> teacher thought he was um, behind I, his peers in fourth grade. Because of your penmanship? No, just when I got oh. like my second and talk. third grade teachers were. Because you're bored. It was a first year teacher and then a teacher just. Bad. Like, tell them what your mom wrote in your baby book, but we will oh. forgive her because this happened a long time ago in the 70s, okay? So, in my baby book, like, I think I was, like, age, Cindy. it was, like, my third, I was, like, year three or something under that, like, year three. And like, yeah. It, she just wrote down, like, I'm starting to begin to think that Stevie might be special. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are special, though. You does, are. We were just talking like, about it. Yeah. I didn't, like, throughout my, like, infancy and stuff, like, I didn't cry a lot. When I was hungry or needed to be changed, I was like, it is what it is. No, that's just actually Steve's personality where he's like, I don't want to bother anybody. She'll remember. <laughs> it's It'll fine. be taken care of. This will be taken care of. And then, as you know, I have two older sisters and that required much more attention than mm. I did. So, like, they're cheerleaders. And She's like, this and, one's got to be broken, right? And so, like, just as I was, you know, in my young childhood, it was just like, oh, Stevie's. Stevie's here? Where is he at? Oh, he's just over there in the corner sitting down. (laughs) He's just chilling. The girls girls are over there doing their, like, screaming. Look at me, look at me. (laughs) Steve's just over there. Steve's entire life has been like, 
I'll just be in the shadows and take care of everything and make sure that nobody gets hurt. Nothing burns. Yeah. yeah. Can't, I just handled my own business. <laughs> but I, so my second year, second grade teacher, third grade teacher weren't great. And I got to fourth grade and like within the first couple of weeks, like my fourth grade teacher who was like the strict teacher, the scary yeah. teacher in elementary school. And she like grabbed my mom at one point, like a parent teacher conference or something. And she goes, how did Steven get here? <laughs> my mom's like, what do you mean? She's like, how did he get to fourth grade? <laughs> because he is behind like bad seriously and, and my mom's like Who, well look at her last two teachers and she's like she had he had this person in second grade he had this person in third grade and so she was just like oh okay like she immediately was just like got it i understand and she's like i'm gonna make him my special project this year and it was like on my ass and it worked for <laughs> All you year. oh yeah she yeah. she's the one who sent me to penmanship class she was like if we were in class doing stuff, she would always just like, as she's talking to the class, she would always eventually end up like standing by me, like as she's d- addressing the class. So she, she went like, her it's presence, like, yeah, she'd yeah. like rub your back if it's like you need to make sure you're paying attention. Like let me. Oh, she wasn't. No, she back. would just be like, oh. she'd like slap your desk and be like, Steven, right there. Um, but. Yeah, she put me back on track, and then at the end Good of my fourth year, fourth grade year, she's she's like, okay, so fifth grade for you next year, yeah, and like, who's your teacher? And be like, I don't know, and she goes, I know, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, that's what I was hoping the story would go. Oh man, yeah, she's she like, you became I'm growing up in the personal <laughs> project, and I asked your mom to put you in my class. I was like, she had a special interest in you. That's did you? How did you feel as nine and ten year like, old? Oh shit about this oh i was not happy I was yeah like, <laughs> son of a bitch it but. Was, i feel like i remember my i should face the microphone when i talk um <laughs> yeah we'll tell you if anything there's only eight happens. seconds left in the game we're trying um, to make it through here but i remember like pretty much all through school whoever was like my favorite teacher at the beginning of the year was not one i appreciated or respected oh, or whatever yeah. at the end and then the one that i like Hated you learned to realize. I was like, oh yeah. So that always flipped for me. So that's mm-hmm. what I was wondering if that. Yeah. Ended up no, and I still I value her yeah. presence in my life. But at that time, you were oh, yeah. not about it. No, no, of no, course. No. I, well, I didn't see what was happening. Oh my god. And <laughs> they're gonna do it. It's gonna happen. All right. <laughs> this well, this is so fun for everybody. It's so fascinating. Um, this is a blast. So, so yeah. firefighters get a call mm-hmm. on. At Which Dr. Day? House. 1970. October 19th, 1970. Yeah. Is that yeah. a significant day? It's just the day the that day the firefighters fire got the call. Okay, okay. So, it's like, did something happen in the store? To this house, this well, yeah, well, $250,000. Up on the hill. Up on the gotcha, hill. Gotcha. At this mm. big mansion. Doctor He's probably just burning bodies. House. Yeah. Come on, settle down, people. So the firefighters show up. They're trying to, so they, they go, there's like two kind of like, it's all by itself in one of those fancy neighborhoods. So there's two like, um, dirt kind of like dirt road, um, uh, there's a word driveway mm-hmm. and there is a car parked alongside of, sorry. 
Yes. <laughs> the game is now tied at the end. Of regulation. 36-36. We get OT. Firefighters okay. are going up the, the dirt road. So they're the trying roads. to go up there, and there's a Rolls-Royce parked across one road, and a Lincoln Continental parked across like another. Blocking, blocking yes. off okay. So they have to smash the windows in the Lincoln Continental and like push it off the road so that they can get up there. So they get up there. It's nice that they chose the cheaper car. So yeah. the conversation is like, we got to get through. Like, we <laughs> got to smash one? one of these and open up. Like, man, that's a Rolls. <laughs> you don't yeah. touch that. Like, call the guys over by the Continental. Push that shit off the cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what happened. So they get up to the house. It looks... Sorry, Matthew and, McConaughey. And they're, you know, they're firefighters. They're, mm-hmm. like, assessing the sitch. I don't know how they do it, but they determine there's, like, nobody, nobody there inside. in the house. And so they think it just... The fire started by accident. Um, and so they're trying to put it out, but it's like, at this point, it's like already up to the roof. Like the house is in goal. Yeah. It's like taking the house down. So Dr. Oda, he's like well known in the community community. And so the fire chief knows he had a special fire hydrant placed in the backyard that draws water from his pool. Mm, that's and crazy. And so he's, he's like rich. Did yeah, we he's rich. That? <laughs> he's got a so, rich, rich. He's like, rich, rich. House on a hill designed by a disciple of Frank yeah. Lloyd Wright. Yeah, I heard how much it cost. So he, um, the fire marshal goes back there. He's going to hook up to this fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like Oop. fucking around oh, back there. He has a flashlight and he, I don't know, in my mind, he's just like waving it everywhere because he's dumb and he's just yeah. like, and it like goes across the pool and he sees the face of a 12 year old boy like in the pool. Oh, Jesus. And so he's like, oh shit. Like he, he immediately thinks like this kid was on fire yeah, and he like ran, he jumped and- into the pool to try and like get himself he didn't stop, drop, and roll. He just, like, jumped into the pool and somehow which, drank. Which is another very If there was a pool, valid. I would absolutely do yeah. that over yeah. stop, drop, and roll, right? <laughs> oh, fuck Stop, that. drop, and jump yeah. into the fucking pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he goes up to the pool. Can we pause? Why were we all taught stop, drop, and roll? How often? <laughs> I've seen is that a necessary tool going in your to be life? on fire? Well, yeah. think about, I've like, back videos. in, like, the... 80s and 90s oh, when we were kids okay. and pajamas were extremely flammable <laughs> for some fair. reason so That's like fair. maybe it flames. could happen like and smoke detectors yeah. were always just taken out because you didn't want the beeping and <laughs> you're just and didn't exist at all. <laughs> yeah. in our youth we were all probably a little bit more uh independent yeah yeah in you're our activity like bonfire in the desert somewhere like latchkey kids well, and that kind say, of stuff. No like parents home. Yeah. I mean, when I got home at three, and my parents didn't usually get home till five thirty or six. It was like three hours of just yeah, eating solo kid time. Salty like, yeah. with ketchup. Matches. I found some matches. <laughs> Let's burn something. Yeah. <laughs> our kids. We did slept do slept through our smoke detectors going off in the middle of the night. Oh, that ain't good. We didn't know why it went <laughs> off. Still don't. But to of course, the, like. I think I went. One of us went to the kids. One of us we, like, went sprinted to the girls. They're, they're like, you guys okay? And they're they're like, sleeping. Both passed out. They're both just like reaching idly at their phones. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, this is like when they were younger, yeah, and like there little... is a smoke detector oh. in the room, not just like in the hall, in the room, not awake. I feel like nowadays it would work. Yeah, but it no, was pretty was funny back then. It was very like, terrifying. Oh, it's you like, didn't notice the squealing, squealing through a loud fucking noise? All right. 
So there's right. a child. It's a child in, in pool. the pool. So he goes to the pool to investigate, shines his flashlight in there. And that kid's not the only one in four there. other bodies in the pool. So he's like, oh, fuck, I got to call the police. Are yeah. these bodies, like, alive looking or, like, floating or something? The, the only one floating was floating. Was Everyone else was at the bottom of the pool. Oh, which is probably were, also not good. No. They were you sunk don't with well some weights. Yeah, mm. not in general. Don't. Okay. So okay. they contact the police. The police get there. They pull everybody out. Um, and so there's five bodies in the pool. There's Dr. Oda, his wife, Virginia, his wife, mm. Virginia, his secretary, Dorothy, and two boys, his Derek and Taggart. <laughs> yeah. Related Taggart. to anybody his in the kids. pool? His All kids. His okay. kids. His son. Yes. Well, this is terrible. Yeah. It's not great. So now they're like, somebody fucking killed these people and started this fire to try and whatever. Who the right. fuck knows? Like, they don't really have any clues. Um, but all of the bodies were bound with the doctor's silk scarves hmm. and then executed in the base of the neck, like in the back Ooh. of the they head. Executed the them and then just like tossed them into the pool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the coroner said some of the bodies still had water in their lungs, so some of the people so may alive. have been alive when Jesus. he or she put them in the pool. Ugh. Gross. So this is horrific. Yeah, Santa Cruz, nineteen seventies. If you think back fifteen months prior, do you know what happened fifteen months prior to that? Like in nineteen sixty nine ish? We walked on the moon. Good, great. Yep. But more local than the moon. Sixty nine in Santa Cruz? Around. Around Santa Cruz. Uh that wasn't the biker thing, was it? No. It wasn't Altamont. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. It was the Manson murders. Oh, oh I was actually thinking Manson. Yeah. Was that in Santa Cruz? <gasps> Damn it. Why wouldn't no, I say that? It was no. south. Yeah, wasn't that like in LA? Like yeah. Just mm-hmm. north of LA. Mm-hmm. But everybody in California is like, like on high alert. Everybody is terrified of hippies. I'm pretty sure the Manson <laughs> yeah. trial is going on, on at this point. Oh, gotcha. And like the murders actually happened just fifteen months prior to this murder, so people are like freaking out. Sure. Like, all the rich people like, are like, oh it's God. the fucking hippies. The hippies like, are the doing hippies. And there's, like, a hippie, like, hangout bar in town. And they they start receiving, like, all these bomb threats and <laughs> people, like, threatening the hippies. And so then the hippies are, like, trying to make their own statements. Like, hey, man. We're just about love and peace. Yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> that Charlie Manson guy was a square. We don't like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one point, they referred to themselves as like, what? The long hairs and the <laughs> some. I don't know. Like and, normals. And I don't even yeah. know squares. It's not sure. short hairs. It's the like normies. the long hairs and the normies. And the normies, man. <laughs> I don't even know, but no they're normies. like. <laughs> Charlie Manson wasn't a true long hair. Yeah, so they're just like, we're just trying to all get along. But for some reason, Santa Cruz is also full of hippie communes. It's like every other neighborhood is a hippie commune. Sweet. I don't really understand it. Yeah, man. There's probably like skateboarding is happening, which is the downfall of society, as everyone knows. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. This time? Yeah, that's oh, like yeah. the Santa start Cruz. of Santa Cruz. Oh, yeah. 1970s, that's like the, the, start, of the- start of skateboarding, okay. right? Yeah. Like. They would go to where the drained, like in the neighborhoods where like the drained, drained pools. pools were and like uh, skateboard in the pools. Okay. Like that is like. 
I definitely would have thought those are like the grandfathers of skateboarding. Yeah, that's like early seventies. Mm. Yeah, around then. Probably, because it's like it related to like the surf culture, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah. it was just yeah. kind of like a different counterculture than like the hippies. I I kind of think of hippies as being people disenfranchised from their lives maybe at like a little bit later stage i don't know if that's true but i like i feel like hippie that hippie counterculture was more like late 20s kind of people just like out of college yeah like i don't fucking want to go to work for the man did a google and it was like for surfers who want something when the waves are low popularity peaked around 1963 yeah wow and then that is even earlier than i thought earlier than i would have yeah Mm. and so then you have like kind of it's just like a different kind of counterculture movement at the same time but born sometime in the 1940s or 1950s yeah that's crazy all right while there was all the neat cleanly cut people in the 50s i mean you always have the counterculture right yeah like that's fair yeah santa cruz i mean if you're uh oh have what like if you know a bunch about like skateboarding culture and stuff santa cruz is a big skateboarding company mm-hmm. like old school it says that they were founded in 1973 all right yeah and interesting and a very important part of santa cruz history is the creation of road rider wheels <laughs> <laughs> i just always remembered skateboards for some reason seemed to have like a santa cruz sticker yeah that, uh-huh. yeah that you have red to. and yellow one yeah have to. yeah no other option I'm so, pretty sure the Chiefs are about to win just based on the winning of the coin. Uh-huh. Mm. I know. It's stupid. That's what's about I, to happen. I really don't like overtime. Yeah, that's a terrible team. rule. Well, it used to be the first team to just score it at all. At all. I, well, yeah, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Even so, just, okay, they, it and there it is. It? Yep. They won well, the game because of a coin bad. toss. Yeah, he got it. All right. Yep, they call it a touchdown. So that's a That's a 100% loss on my divisional... Picks. I mean, just <laughs> such a weird rule. They like, the, the Bills win. were playing great. They were actually in the lead until. Yeah, yeah that sucks. It's just such a weird rule. All, I, don't, all of, I don't like I it. I mean, all of these have been. Sorry. I... Well, anyway. The dogs Ouch. are active. So they also figure out there's a green station wagon missing from the house, mm. which is um, Dr. Oda's wife's Virginia's Virginia's car. Traps the station right away. <laughs> I know. Maybe he gets the rolls. I know, right? I got the rolls. I got the Lincoln Town car. Like you need, I guess you do need something to go get the groceries at. Um, How about the station wagon? I'm gonna get you a station wagon, not just any station. Wagon. I mean, it's gonna have all the bells and whistles. It's, it's gonna, gonna have green. that wood paneling, right? But uh, get a station wagon. So they find the station wagon the next day. And, and it's, it's got been more bodies. Driven twenty miles north, and driven into a like a railroad tunnel, and mm. then parked there, and then set on fire. All right, this so, person is fond of fire. I'm mean, gonna guess related. Yeah, a low or slow moving train. I don't know what this like a slow moving something. It's a type uh, of was train. Was those guys on the? <laughs> I really <laughs> like to picture like, 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 boop, boop. They're like, like we're all do doing well the motion. Yeah. Nobody can see it. Railroad yeah. maintenance <laughs> dudes like doing the like two guys in either teeter totter, just pushing yep. it up and down. Yep. <laughs> we're just making sure the tracks work before the train comes. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, a station wagon's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a train, but it was a slow moving train, oh. so it didn't like destroy the car. It just kind of like bounced into it. Kind of nudged. The yeah. Wall. Just a little bit. And so they find the station wagon, and they go. 
there and they investigate that and they lift fingerprints from the station wagon. There's mm. fingerprints. Um, and they find three sets of footprints leading away from this tunnel. Hmm. Oh, like so fresh. It's a trio of like of like around the same time made going away from the car like out of the so three hippies yeah <laughs> three hippies. we're looking for three murder hippies yeah hmm. so I wrote down is it hippies question mark question mark Could question be. mark go to the communes <laughs> damn right you gotta you gotta rouse with those your pitchforks because people, of- people are like really fucking mad at Manson <laughs> like they're yeah. not happy hmm. what we're gonna have to cover him they are all worked up yeah I'll add that to our list every time we knock one off the list we add like two more That's we true. have 21 turns on out in America right and stuff you can find a killer <laughs> quite a bit um, There's a lot of murder stories in America. Mm-hmm. So we should try our second whiskey. And also, Elder is trying to get a box of something. You know what? Is he in, in the there. garbage? Is he playing in the garbage? Oh, it's the garbage. Yeah. yeah. Elder. Get out of there. Get out of my garbage. It's a Tostitos. In all fairness, <laughs> Kina shoved her head in there first. I think Elder was the one who tipped it over. <laughs> I also like how I thought today... Um, Elder has finally really gotten used to Randy and doesn't care. So Randy's definitely not a serial killer. And then Randy just tried to pet him and he was like, no. (laughs) I mean, he still is aware that I'm a serial killer, but he's just like, but I guess I got to deal with that. It was much like my allergies to Joey. Eventually it was just like, we're doing this. I give up. (laughs) All right, fine. The second whiskey of the evening. Oh, what was, what were you? She's finishing her her tongue chug number. Chug, 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 yeah, her tongue number. Uh, I do. I'm just sorry. Going back to the seagrass. I I do like it. Yeah, it's, it's just strong. It's just strong. But yeah, lots of flavor. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And it smells. I want this smell to be a candle or like a body wash yeah. or something. I love the smell. Second whiskey of the evening. This She's is uh, for Conor McGregor fans. This is the. Whiskey that he recently sold his steak in. This is proper number 12 mm-hmm. Irish whiskey. It tastes like water. Seriously? <laughs> the flavor. Relative I mean, to the other one. Yes, yeah, relative what I was whispering to the other one. Whoa, whoa, based off of the label. Whoa. I haven't got to flavor to yet. Pull this out for <laughs> flavor water. next Tiger King. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, according to Flaviar.com, the appearance is a deep liquid gold. Okay. No, Check. The nose, floral and fruity character, accompanied by aromas of sweet almond and baked green apple. Um, baked green apple? I don't get I don't apple. Want, is it, is I, that the smell or the taste? I, can, I actually kind the, of like that's it. That's the nose. Okay. I don't I want of, my whiskey to taste like green apple. Yeah. We had that no. one that really tasted like green apple, and that was weird. Okay. Uh, this is baked green apple, though. It's a little different. A little softer. The flavor... The palate, if you will, incredibly smooth with notes of vanilla, honey-like sweetness. It is smooth. And gingerbread spice. Like, I like it. It Just like Mm. after the other one. (laughs) You're numb enough that now it's water. The finish is strong and long (laughs) with a character of toasted wood and honey. Okay. It's funny that this is a strong finish. Mm Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I think so. Drew and I had this water. one on. It's water. It's water. <laughs> Drew and I had this one on Citizen Whiskey, and most Irish whiskeys, as you, if you taste more, they're 
all very easy to drink. Yeah. They're very smooth. Like they don't come across a lot of harshness. That's why you can just take the whole bottle and yep. just sip out of the bottle. And Drew and I both describe this as fine. It's yeah. Irish whiskey. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Like it's I don't not, dislike it. I would drink it. Like I'd put it in my 12, coffee. Like we, if Drew, you want to get honestly, really Drew and I drunk, both wanted to hate it. Surprisingly, just because Conor McGregor is annoyingly amazing, douchey. but he just sold his steak, so now it's okay. But yeah, but uh, he dresses so nice. I don't care. Oh, but his walk is ugh, his walk's so good. Anyway, so, so good. it's not <laughs> love it. It's not great love it. or anything. I do love doing it. Mm-hmm. I love both. Proper 12 is not great, but it's not bad either. It's very easy to drink. It's much like uh, Jameson, Teeling, Writer's Tears, all those ones that we've had before on this podcast where it's not remarkable, but it's sure drinkable. Like you could just, like you could yeah, fill like, this tumbler full. Yes. And just sip at it for all day. And take I mean, drinks probably too big to be yeah. drunk. But, but flavor wise, I actually weirdly prefer the other one. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, because this dry. one doesn't really have a flavor. It's sweet. Yeah. And it tastes like whiskey. It's sweet and is a little woody and it's I really easy to drink. I absolutely understand now when I like I'm actually reading a book by Frank McCourt. No. Oh, oh no. Okay, not... which one? I am. Angela's Angela. Angela. What? You've never read it? So uh-uh. sad. Oh, Are you no. reading Angela's that? Is that I'm the one? I'm almost done, yeah. It's oh, so, so sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing's like well, you know, I went to school and came back, and my, two of my like younger yeah, my, siblings have died. My mom was crying, but she was hanging laundry, so I knew it was going to be okay. Like, yeah. what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? It was like, my, my, now I've lost my fourth younger sibling, and, yeah. and, then, and then, oh, and then the twin also died, because they were heartbroken that their twin died. And it was just, it's awful. Yeah. I think, actually, probably the reason I put it on my reading list is us talking yeah. about it at some point. It's so but hard. <laughs> they are not talking about whiskey, they're yeah. usually talking about whatever beer that they're yeah. drinking. But when I you think of like the Irish yeah. whiskey drinkers mm-hmm. and they're just like pounding it, I'm like how? But I get it. That's kind of I could if if I actually could without being sick or making myself you know just passing out or whatever, you could easily yeah just drink just that whole drink bottle. That whole bottle. It's so sad. Yeah, Irish. probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't end well. No, definitely not end well. But like, if you do it fast enough, you don't. If you're gonna it. get uh, like, do the paper bag of a a bottle of booze and just walk around chug like taking long draws Oof. off of it, like an Irish whiskey is probably a good one to do. You know who could do a really good job of taking a shot of that my and not making a days. face? <laughs> Maya. Of Irish uh, whiskey, yeah, it's easy not to make. Actually, a face. while we're talking about other coworkers, is there an update on Caitlin? And her boyfriend's ex-boyfriend's. No, we need to figure that out. I don't think she's gotten a dead cat in the mail yet. Oh, Otherwise, she would have told guy. you. Yeah, I'll ask mm. her when I see her on Tuesday. No dead cats. Okay, so that was proper number know. twelve Irish whiskey. Okay, we'll figure. Back it out. to murder train okay. station wagon. So is it fire. the hippies go to the communes? So the police go to the communes because everybody thinks Gotta it's the it hippies. Yeah. Were they like bare feet yeah. that were walking away from the crime mm-hmm. scene? Oh, shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was You're joking, like, but it's oh, definitely the hippies. Fucking hippies. So, the hippies... Okay, well, first of all, they find a note. It's not 100% accurate. Most news sources say they found the note on the Rolls Royce. That's the mm-hmm. night of the fire. But there are a few accounts that say that it was found on the... 
station um, wagon, station wagon that was in the flames. next day. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go with the Rolls Royce. Seems but most more likely it was found on the Rolls Royce. It yeah, was just like a note placed under the windshield wiper. Mm-hmm. So this is what the note says. Oh, we have the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today, World War III will begin as brought to you by the people of the free universe. From this day forward, anyone and or company of persons who misuses the natural environment or destroys the same will suffer the penalty of death by the people of the free universe. I and my comrades from this day forth will fight until death or freedom against anything or anyone who does not support natural life on this planet materialism must die or mankind will signed the knight of wands the knight of cups the knight of pentacles the knight of swords Alrighty, all the knights all, all of the knights. them so there's four people so the knights one of the was wands carrying. the cups the pentacles and the swords it does sound very hippie though i gotta yeah so the police are like all I was thinking is this will be Randy. I when do he appreciate snaps. the environmentalism oh, yeah. aspect. Because it's all the environmentalism piece. <laughs> Randy will be like, yeah. No, yeah, I, I can see it. This is why Elder. But instead this of murdering like, this is people. My Elder is terrified of Randy. <laughs> yep. Instead of murdering people, maybe just go pick up on the side of this, pick up trash on the side of the road. That doesn't fix the problem, Yeah, Steve. exactly. Or, You're just putting a <laughs> band aid on it. Instead of murdering people, it's, it's the people that die, but you could. Instead of you, like, you could do the like with that one kid. What is he Swedish or something that made like the ocean scraper who like scrapes plastic oh, yeah. out of the ocean? That is pretty cool. That kid's fucking great. Yeah, He's you, like, yeah, I don't care do if we operate it like, like that. I know. Now we can like just throw plastic into the ocean and not even feel bad yeah. about it because yeah. he's got because that this out there. kid's Randy, got our back. <laughs> now, Everybody people, go down to the, the ocean and throw your die. plastic I'm bottles there. Sure. So they go to the hippie communes because they're like, this note seems pretty sus, like seems kind of like weird hippie yeah. cult, Manson, weird bullshit, whatever. Blame the hippies. So they go to the hippies and the hippies are like, no, we <laughs> didn't do it. Us. We fucking love Dr. Oda. Turns out Dr. Oda was like really into like community service and gave away all his dental. Like when he wasn't fixing the teeth of rich people, no, he was doing eyes. eyeballs. Oh, eyes. He was giving like. <laughs> I was like, he does teeth. What the fuck? He was like super talented. He charged for teeth, but eyes are free. He's like, yo, you no, know, I know I'm not a pathologist, but I like to tinker with teeth. <laughs> so I'll do your teeth, but free dental care because right? right? I'm actually an eye doctor. Because I, I can't charge, charge you for that legally. <laughs> legally, no. it's he not my jurisdiction. Eyes. But I'm rich. I got all the tools. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Come on, get in the chair. So he gave away I care to all the hippies oh darn That's so they love him yeah sure they like love because the hippies want to be able to see too yeah. yeah they're like dr oda what's up and they're like high-fiving each other they're like you want a rip off this bong and he's like nah i'm good straight like, i gotta go home to my wife and my four children or fucking or at least two of them <laughs> i almost said minivan <laughs> it's just a roll station wagon whatever gotcha. so the hippies are like no that's probably actually why about the station wagon the station wagon's what i drive down to hippieville the rolls I, royce is what i drive down i do to enjoy LA. that i i have to have rubbed off on kale because she sounded incredibly me-ish in her hippie impersonation <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna rip off this bong yeah you, you say the lamest stuff What's up, <laughs> okay 
So, but the hippies, they're getting a lot of heat, right, from the community. They're, like, threatening to blow them up and, like, yeah, shit's getting like, really crazy. You say peace and love, but you're out there murdering people. So yeah. That's just Manson's family. Shit's mm. getting weird Wasn't for the hippies. Man. And so three hippies are like, okay, we didn't do it, but we think we know who did. It's those knights. Because we know somebody that's, like, real fucking weird and obsessed with tarot cards like mm. obsessed and so like we like this sounds like, like this he person. tried to hang with us and we were like no you're too weird for it's us like, we love the environment <laughs> like yeah but not like you do yeah <laughs> your next level but they're kind of they're a little skittish because they're they're he's such a loner that they're like we don't really know if he told anyone else so if word gets out that we ratted him out like it's gonna be come right back to us and he will kill us like so they kind of go around with the police but things escalate enough in the community where they're getting threatened enough that they're like they're afraid of like the rich people and so they're like okay well we're damned if we do damn yeah we like are. we'll rat out this guy like you buy us a bus ticket to san diego <laughs> and we will tell you who this is mm-hmm. and so <laughs> and give us some booze <laughs> they tell that they tell the police like you should go check out this guy named john lindley frazier like go check out john he's weird as shit he hangs out only by himself He's fucking obsessed with tarot cards. He talks about it all the time. But there were three sets of footprints. Yeah. Mm. And he lives on his mom's property, who yeah, is a rabbit yes. farmer. Rabbit <laughs> farmer. <laughs> Love it so much. In the basement. So she, no, she owns like a huge piece of property in Santa Cruz right next to where the Oda family lived, like oh, on boy. the other side. It's just like. It has to be acres, right? Because they just have, like, trailers, like, tr- like home trailer mm-hmm. homes on there. And there's, like, some hippies living on there. And and he was desensitized by killing rabbits as a child. He was desensitized We can already to see death. the whole story. Oh, yeah, now. I can already. Yep, he, it's been mapped uh, out for him. <laughs> he lives in a six-foot square, like, cow shack. That's where he lives. That's fantastic. Hold on. His mom has like all this vast land yeah. and, and he's living in a six. Because he calls six. himself. That's probably his choice. Yeah. yeah. What does he oh, call okay. himself? The hermit. I don't know. Oh, shit. The hermit king. Something. How does, he he also, how does a bed He is separating himself from society because society is destroying the environment. Yeah. Mm. He like stops he's like, driving. Yeah. He's like next level Amish. He's like next level you. <laughs> yeah there weren't electric cars yet so he's like i'm just not gonna drive yeah i get and then that anybody who does drive is, is evil and deserves yeah. to die yeah. so when they find john he's 24 he's from ohio is he schizophrenic he had a like a bit. i'm gonna say bit. yes but i don't know that we know sure he's still out okay so he um he's 24 he's from ohio he had like a relatively normal upbringing Mm -hmm. there's some information about his mom not being able to take care of him and he had like a brief stay in foster care but he was like like reunited with her Mm -hmm. pretty quickly like he has like a pretty normal childhood and except for he, when she was like go kill us some rabbits so we can have no they live in ohio like it wasn't even california (laughs) yeah so um i just really want her to have to make like you must kill the rabbits. No, she don't she didn't. The rabbits. There was nothing like that. Okay. This is <laughs> going to be disappointing. Show up on her doorstep. Yeah, he's wearing a rabbit shirt. He is. Mm, yeah. It's a hair trigger. Uh-huh. 
It's a rabbit holding a gun. <laughs> so that's cool. And kill it. <sighs> no, there's no. nothing to do with the rabbit. The rabbits <laughs> no. don't come back in the story. Stop talking about the rabbit. It's the gonna, only thing that might have been like a trigger for him is that in the 1960s he was in some car accident. And yeah, so he grows up like normal. He has yeah. some like petty theft charges as a teenager, but he's not really in trouble with the law. He drops out of high school. He becomes a car mechanic. He gets married and he has a kid. He's just like living life. He's mm-hmm. fine. He gets into a car accident and hits his head and shit just goes. Fucking told you he hit his dry. head. Weird for him. Like it may or may not be related to the car accident. He also starts doing a bunch of LSD and mescaline <laughs> at the same time. That could so, potentially have to do with that as well. And also could maybe be schizophrenic and have some sort of psychotic break that was brought on by LSD because LSD is pretty harmless unless mm. you have already yeah. a psychotic disorder. Right. That's just kind of like lurking in the background. So avoid LSD. You probably should, yeah. Mm, okay. So we don't Put really that know. Down, then, Randy. <laughs> Stop right now. <laughs> right now. What's going on with him, except for that he starts getting all these messages from God telling him that the like the accident was a warning and if he doesn't stop driving he'll be killed. Yeah. Because driving But not is... yeah, not about like the the risks of driving, but that driving vehicles are destroying the environment. Yeah. Mm. It's driving all about the environment. It's really bad for the environment. So he goes home, tells his wife about it, goes into work, tells his boss like I won't participate in the He's an auto mechanic, right? In the death no, cycle of ironic. the earth and I quit. And so they're like, okay. Later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Like, we're kind of worried about you, but whatever. So it's the 70s and we don't, or 60s and we don't have mental health care. Yeah. He was quoted by saying that God spoke to him and said, seek vengeance on those who rape the environment. Oh. That was the message he got. And he believed that he was John, who's referred to in the book of Revelation. I don't know. Really yeah, the Bible. Know, he believes he's John from the Bible, who the book of Revelation was entrusted to. Because my name is John. Yeah. I must be John. Mm-hmm. Yep. Killing in the name so, of. His wife and Damn. his mother. There's no Steve's in the Bible. Tried very Fuck. hard to get him to seek therapy, but that didn't nope. work. And he told her, he told her all about it and how he was called to this greater purpose. And then he just like fucking peaced out and left her there at the house with this baby. And so he goes and he lives with like the hippie communes and he's there for a while, probably like six months, but he is like super, super paranoid, really aggressive. Like, the hippies are like, yeah, man, the environment's cool. And John's like, no, we have to fucking kill everyone. And they're like, uh, <laughs> Not really that's our a thing. little extreme. But, like, we're kind of, like, into peace and love and just, like. We kind of want to get high and yeah. tell people, like, hey. We should do peace symbols. Maybe don't drive so much. Walk a little bit. And wear more comfortable yeah. clothing than what they're telling us. And John's like, no, don't wear shoes ever. And he's just, like, crazy. So... <laughs> Mm. He never wears shoes. I like that that's the message. And they, like, he just essentially, like, they don't, like, make him leave or anything, but he just, like, kind of self-isolates back onto his mom's property because he's like, eh, these aren't really my people. Like, they don't really understand me. So he's, like, living in this cow shed on his mom's property. There is a trailer home on the property that his wife and kid come and stay at 
sometimes to try and like interact with him and like maintain contact <laughs> with him because they're, the yeah, they're not like divorced hey, or anything. Me, it's time to go visit daddy's shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww. It smells like cow shit in there, mom. I don't like dad's shed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is your father. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I'm just going to drop you off for a few hours. No. Mommy needs a break. So they arrest him mm-hmm. based on what these hippies said. And he um, puts in a plea of not guilty. Surprise. Yeah, he's not guilty. Shocking. Um, and so it, a lot of shit happens with the trial because they don't really have that much evidence. They are able to match his fingerprints to a fingerprint in the car. And to possibly like a typewriter inside of um, Dr. Otis house. Where that message Yeah, but it's still kind of circumstantial because he admits to breaking into Dr. Otis house several times like and he has a bunch of belongings from them that have been missing <laughs> for a while he's just like he didn't take them the night of right. when that murder Did happened anyone like, see my stapler yeah like he takes like uh, <laughs> binoculars and just like weird shit he'll take from the house because he lives right next door right. and he's crazy he just comes so like across when, the field yeah and... when he sees nobody's home he's like going into their house so it's like he's already being a weirdo there's proof that he's been in their house multiple times so is the like can you say the fingerprints are from that time and He's saying, like, I didn't murder them. like, nah, I broke all the time to stole shit. And there's still, like, the three sets of footprints leaving the car. Mm-hmm. And there are witnesses that say, there are multiple witnesses saying that they saw three individuals driving that car around town. Wow. Um, but he says he wasn't driving the car. He doesn't know anyone driving the car. He's and he's innocent. a super loner. It's just him and his multiple personalities. Yeah. yeah. I don't drive cars. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Ooh, he doesn't good argument. Drive cars. Solid argument. So, it goes to trial. They move it upstate because of they're worried about jury bias, mm-hmm. bias mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they... Fucking hippie. Yeah, they ultimately. I don't want your asshole on me. Um, this asshole really like juts out at you. Did you see that? You sound like Drew. Yeah, I'm it just does, saying. Yeah. Like, they're like, they're like that. That's it's like, how elder shows affection is he puts his butthole on your body. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> like, loves you, but it like protrudes toward. It's oh, like yeah. an alien. Uh-huh. He's like, I will he's, grab you. He's flexing it. Yeah, he's just like flex that asshole. He's like, look at it. <laughs> yeah, wow. you're so good. Okay, so we were just talking about this. He, yeah. Randy stopped petting him, and he just came and nipped at Randy to make I him know. Yeah, he, So you so broke weird. him. He it definitely digs the serial killer, Randy. How old is Four? <laughs> almost five. five. Yeah. It took five years. It took five years. <laughs> I, people really warm up to me. <laughs> people really warm up to me. <laughs> it is hilarious. It literally has taken... Five yeah, years for, for him to for him sometimes to be okay run with you. Away <laughs> yeah. And sometimes Instead of always you to pet. Usually I'll walk in the room and he will sprint away from me. He's such a big head. He really does. His head is the size of many dogs. You don't want your tongue. You keep it. You keep it. And it probably, what do you think his head weighs like? 
30 pounds. You think 30 pounds? Yeah. Cut it off and weigh it. We could probably do decent that. Decent kettlebell. You have a knife? Or like a sword? <laughs> Elder, can we cut your head off and weigh your head and put <laughs> it back on? How are you feeling about that, buddy? <laughs> what if like, we just no. weighed his exactly whole body? That's exactly why I didn't like Randy. And then weighed yeah. his body without the head. <laughs> yeah. And then we could calculate the weight of the head. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. This That's is why great. he doesn't like Either that. way, your head's coming off. <laughs> Sorry, bud. It's got to in order to calculate the it's weight of the head. It's for science. It's for science. It is a big head. Science doesn't care what you These jaws, if if they were to get like around an arm or a leg, would oh. probably remove If he knew how powerful he was, limb. but he yeah. has no idea. I know, it's adorable. He thinks he's a little baby. He's, he's a, a little kitten. He's a horse-sized dog. He's a little kitten. And he has no idea. He's the smallest puppy okay. ever. Yeah. We'll call him a pony. Okay, so cops are investigating him. He's like, yeah. hey, uh, man, I don't drive cars, so why would yeah. I? That's a pretty solid he's argument, really actually. He's got really long hair. He's living in this and he's, weird And he's cow. operating solo. Yep, he just hangs out there. He doesn't wear shoes, I'm usually. pretty sure those hippies told you. No one likes me. <laughs> yeah. So why would I drive somewhere with three other people? Right? So it goes to trial. They decide to prosecute him, even though they really have kind of like shit Very evidence. Very loose evidence. But um, also the... So part of the issue, too, I forgot to mention this, is that his wife, before they arrest him, does say the day of the murder, he showed up to their house. Yes. He has a backpack with a gun in it. Hmm. And he gives her his wallet and... And keys? And but keys to what? I don't know. His cow shed? And says, I'm not going to need the these anymore. the car he doesn't drive? All right. So and then that just like pieces out, that right? That doesn't look good. But they find the backpack with him in the cow shed, and it's like a 45. It's not the gun not that was used yeah. in the executions. Like, it's ah. not the gun. And Wait. So, he used him in the executions? Mm-hmm. Just kidding. The... I was just trying to get Kale to tell us the answer. Oh, Carry on. So, yeah. but they oh still God. decide to <laughs> charge him with these murders. Sure. So it goes Despite to trial. all this public, I mean, public pressure alone, like, they've, yeah. they've got to charge somebody just to appease right. the right. community. Okay. So especially with the Manson trials going on yeah. and everything. So he says not guilty, not guilty. It goes to a preliminary trial. They They, like... They don't find him guilty, but they like move it along, like to the next. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the judge is like, go. yeah, there's enough evidence, whatever. We're gonna to, move it to like a jury trial. Yeah, that's fair. So then he changes his plea to um, not guilty by. Uh, oh no! Insanity. Insanity. Ah. So, so he, that is. <laughs> The sign of a guilty person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they bring in two different psychologists or psychiatrists mm-hmm. to interview him, and they spend a couple days interviewing him, whatever. He never admits to the murders to the police, um, but he does admit to the murders to one of the psychiatrists and describes, like, in pretty great detail how the murders happened. So they do. They're, like, pretty sure so it's him, it. but yeah. the evidence is still, like, weird. But essentially what he says is that um so this is like that whole butterfly effect thing that we were talking about no that shouldn't be on sorry (laughs) yeah i was gonna show i was gonna put something else up there but it's still on youtube tv so he goes to the house Mm -hmm. that day and it's just dr oda's wife at home and she normally picks up the kids 
every day at school at that time. Right. And so he's there and she's home. And so he kind of like freaks out and ties her up and is like going through the house while he has tied her up mm-hmm. um, and finds her gun, which is a 22, which some of the executions were done with a 22. Ew. I have no idea yeah, where the 38 came. They were probably horrible. the ones still, alive, still alive when they got yeah. pushed yeah. So she has a 22 and he finds that and he's like carrying that around with him and like talking to her and kind of like telling her what a piece of shit she is because their house is too Big ostentatious and, and he they're and they like destroying the environment to and, put the house yeah, yeah, yeah. and Murderers. so what's your shack built out of motherfucker all of the cars so mm-hmm. many cars your shack built out of dreams and wishes <laughs> no wood wood mm-hmm. dirt bag and so he says at one point the psychiatrist that he was walking through the house and he saw Blankets made of animal pelts. Oh yeah, oh, boy. which were fake. Oh man, yeah, but he doesn't fake, know. He, yeah. So I, some some of those are really convincing, man. He was like horrified, and then he's like even more upset no, with her. He's yeah. So then at that same time, the secretary had agreed to pick up one of the sons from school mm-hmm. they go to different schools like they're mm-hmm. just different enough in age that they go to different schools sure so she picked up the one son and she gets home and so he has a gun and he like ties them both up mm-hmm. and then like five or ten minutes later dr Oda shows up with his other son and he's able to tie them up so it's like this whole weird progression that he says that he because at first they're like there's no way one shooter could have orchestrated this whole thing there's five people right like five people somebody can get away from one somebody's gonna run somebody's Mm -hmm. gonna fight like whatever yeah Yeah. so um that's like normally under any other afternoon in that house that wouldn't have happened where they all kind of like staggered in but it just Mm -hmm. so happened that this day yeah they did and so he says he was able to like subdue and tie up all the adults wow right He's like, where are all those fancy scarves you were wearing, you son of a bitch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go get them. I'm going to tie you up with those scarves. And so he says, then he ties them with the scarves. He tells Dr. Oda to burn his house down. And then he'll leave. As like penance of having this house and being too materialistic. Like if you burn your house down, I'm, I'll, just, I'll leave. Then I'll let it go. Because you've proven to me that you've like heard the message and you're like cleansing yourself of this mm-hmm. and dr oda just is like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about i'm not burning my house down like take whatever you want like you want the rolls royce take it you want the jewels like whatever you because his wife has a ton of jewelry take whatever you want like leave my wife and kids alone like whatever like a, what a normal what person would think, say like if somebody's there upset about like, your wealth you're like take it but then john just gets like super pissed off about that because mm-hmm. that's he, not his the point is that he wants them to like renounce their wealth and instead he's like offering up the wealth as a as some kind of yeah. bartering chip for their mm-hmm. lives and so john gets super mad and pushes him in the pool and um, Dr. Oda tries to get out of the pool and then he shoots him like four times. And then he lines up everybody else next to the pool and asks them if they believe in God and they all say yes. And he says, well, you have nothing to worry about then and walks like behind them and shoots them all in the base of the neck. Like Jesus. one by one. 
he shoots the wife and the secretary first and shoots the little boys last and then pushes them all in the pool and supposedly runs away. That's his story to the psychiatrist. Wow. Ugh. So the one psychiatrist is like, he for sure has schizophrenia. Like he's, he is insane. He's working under these delusions. They call him um, the killer prophet. And he's like working under oh. these delusions that God. Is that why you were making. No, this oh. is the Tiger King. Oh, okay. Sorry. Unrelated. What is the Tiger King? I'm saying we'll have to drink this when we do a Tiger King the oh. second season. Tiger King. That they are too. making the Tiger King movie. Oh, oh my uh, gosh. Like with, us, God. No, with actors portraying Good. the people. Love that. Uh, so we could watch the that. And then tell the story. And then tell the story of the Tiger Like, this is the Tiger King. <laughs> the musical. We'll sing the whole thing. As uh, the uh, we yes. watch the movie, not the show, because... Fuck We're that. never gonna watch the show. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my grave. All right, sorry, it. I didn't mean to. It's just that you, anyway. The the name of the it's proper. Oh, it's not profit. Not, not profit. profit. I only see can see P R O from where I'm sitting. <laughs> that barrel seat grass is pretty so strong. So children, well, yeah, secretary, wife, doctor, Oda, all dead in pool. Yeah. He ran away, and psychiatrists so are like the one psychiatrist. The one psychiatrist is like, yeah, he has schizophrenia. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. He thinks he actually thinks he's working under, like, the banner of God and Ooh, under the banner, under the banner of heaven. Mm-hmm. So, the other psychiatrist is like, no, he's a fucking sociopath. He's just a piece of shit. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's extremely manipulative. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like, charge him. So they find him fit to stand trial. They don't. Oh, good. They don't say he's insane. And he's guilty as fuck. Yeah. So he shows up to trial, and he just acts so so crazy. So it's crazy. So like the one psychiatrist, like the like sociopath psychiatrist, is like, yeah. See, I told you he's super fucking manipulative. Like, like, he's doing this on purpose. He's doing this on purpose. And the other psychiatrist is like, no, he has schizophrenia, says he is purposefully overacting insane right. so that you will find him sane for trial so that he will be executed because he doesn't. Oh, my God. He's refusing to go to the capitalist, like, mind. Right. Right. Mind farms. Like, he doesn't want to go to a mental institution. Mm -hmm. Like, he's super against that. So, he's overacting crazy in order Mm. for you to find him sane so that he will go to trial and be executed. Like, that's what he wants. Like, he's not sane, but that's what he wants. So, that's how he's getting there. And so, they don't agree on it at all. But he goes to trial. He shows up the first day. um, And he has shaved half of his head. So just so that's Randy's new haircut. Oh. Just a straight, oh. like a straight, like a middle part, like a shaved. Yes. Yeah, and like the he's beard got a and the beard. Yeah, yeah but it looks and even the eyebrow. Like it looks super. There's weird. pictures. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, okay. and the eyebrow. So he shows eyebrow. up to court like that with just half of his head shaved. Uh, See, all I can think is that's like a, a last ditch effort to like 
oh, look how crazy I but am. That's what they're yeah. saying. Like, like, that's one of the psychiatrists. But that's like, the, both psychiatrists are like, this is an act, but one is like, this is an act because he's actually crazy. <laughs> and the other one is like, that's this awesome. is an act because he's not. That so. is 100% a Tandy. That's yeah. a, I could look like that. I could uh-huh. do that. You could do it. That's Tandy from the short-lived Fox television show, Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Yeah, that was a great show. It was great. For the very that few it was like a few seasons but it like just ended in the middle i actually don't know that i made it all the way oh so it ends part of the, the first time and then i did the second time and it's really good but it just ends. the last really episode sad. ends without oh, any conclusion or anything cool. it's the cool. end of the season like and fox didn't tell them they weren't bringing them back yeah. so they just That's like rude. recorded it and, and then they're like, like oh we're not coming back okay the ratings and stuff were not like cancelable ratings like no. it wasn't like well, you were the lowest up. performing like yeah. it was kind of a mid-tier like, like fox canceled lucifer Vo- yeah. fox i mean fox canceled, does a lot of really terrible Brooklyn shit if we're being honest like yeah any good show they're like we don't want you <laughs> we want Say, more they only 50 want years. fake news yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and simpsons so he does that what else does he do he comes and like through the whole trial he just reads um 1984. Yeah. Mm, And he mumbles, like, what does he mumble? Like, far out? Yeah, he talks to himself through the whole trial. He just is like, far out. Bad. I mean, he's done a lot of acid. (laughs) Yeah. So it really is hard to say. probably is just like that random, like, a little bit more (laughs) trips him. And he's like, oh, and here we are again. Yeah. He's got enough. So he's either really super schizophrenic and messed up and just totally, like, I mean, he's the right age for schizophrenia mm-hmm. onset. He LSD is like a precipitating trigger cause that yeah. triggers it's male higher yeah, likelihood. Like yeah. He has all of the like he had a normal childhood. He was normal. He had a job. Like as I was reading all of this, that's all. But he's not diagnosed. But no. I was like schizophrenia. Yeah, because hmm. it he, all hits. Yeah. Alrighty. But I really want Randon to get past that age. I don't have any fears about Randon, but it's just like <laughs> males in their late teens, early twenties in general. Just it's like, uh, that's terrifying to me. Yeah, was ter- like so. Some of the psychology courses I took in college, like one of them was abnormal psych, and like you, you're reading about all these th- all these conditions and stuff. And one of the ones that you're reading as a twenty year old in yeah. college yeah. is like about schizophrenia. Is like usually sets in the early twenties and yeah. males. Yeah. I was like. I don't think that's me. Is it no, me? No, it's terrifying. Oh, fuck. Because there's no, like, there's no triggering event. There's no, like, setup for it. It's not like, here are your signs or whatever. It's just like, in. Schizophrenia. Yeah. yeah. That was where I first read. That was the man who thought his wife was a hat rack or something like yeah. the name of that book. Of, like, this abnormal psych book. Ooh. Yeah. And, like, he when he <laughs> saw his wife, he saw a hat rack. There was a veteran that's, that I worked like with that, that was, was... You just trying to put hats on her? <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, honey, it's me. It's like, oh, shit. It is you. Sorry. God, the brain is right. weird. Yeah. <laughs> when you were at the VA, what? Oh, there was a veteran I worked with that was convinced that his ex-wife had given him some kind of, like, uncurable bug. Like, parasite mm. infestation mm. that was under his she skin. She probably did. Because they ate at the same restaurant after their divorce. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And oh. he would like itch like all the time. So and he would be like, look, they're right here. Like, 
He'd try and show you the bugs under his skin. Like, oh, mm, God. Yeah. His brain is weird. So, John there. Finley's brain, or John Lindley's also, brain. Lots of options, though, Frazier. for treating. Lindley Frazier. John Lindley. John Lindley Frazier. So, he um, gets convicted of murder. Mm-hmm. They never really explain the three footprints. Nope. His story changes all the time. Like he's like, yeah, some, like sometimes he says he was in the car with other people, and then other times he's like, no, I was all by myself. But they never like pursue the three foot footprints leading away from the scene. Well, so, that's a little know. disappointing. Yeah, hmm. nobody knows if there were other people there or not. But um, he gets he's um, sentenced to sentenced death. To death in. November of 1971, and then at the beginning of 1972, California abolishes. I was going to say this is in California. Yeah, Yeah. so So they everything immediately just reverts back to life in prison. Hmm. So this is 70. So he's still alive today. No, Ah, so 71 is when he gets a sentence. 72 is when the law changes, and he went up for parole multiple times. I'm guessing in that time frame. he was a bad prisoner. He was not oh, good. Oh, so he didn't get <laughs> he, the... He was not a model, a model prisoner. prisoner. He was like, involved in a bunch of he stabbing people. <laughs> like, he was not a good prisoner. He's not good. Uh, he was he's actually just under like, really pretty intensive mental health care and mm-hmm. treatments and like kind of like isolation. So maybe the uh, the one that said, yeah, no, he's absolutely schizophrenic was maybe might have had that one, right? Yeah. yeah. And so he like undergoes a lot of treatment like all through his prison sentence. Um, and he's kept away from the other prisoners for the most part, especially since he tries to stab yeah. them all the time <laughs> and shit. And so at some point he's I don't actually know like when he's moved, but there's Mule Creek State Prison, which apparently was only established or whatever in 2006 so at some point he's i think he was moved, moved in 2009 in two, okay he was moved in 2009 okay so it's only was, months after so like he's in this intensive like psychiatric care for most of his incarceration and then he's like old as shit how old is he if he was 20 in 2009 and he was in born 1970 so he's 60 63 yeah so they move him to a different prison, right? And they're like, and, yeah. And then, then they're like, you're fine. And they release him to general population. <laughs> oh, and that probably <laughs> ended well, I'm sure. It ended very well. He um, he hanged himself. Oh, that's good. Mm, All right. Um, At 60, in his 60s, yeah, huh? Yeah. I Like two months out of being in the psychiatric treatment program, yeah. Like, two months being in general pop, and he killed himself. Yeah. So, nobody else... Huh. They, they deemed it a suicide. He was found hanging. So, death by asphyxi- asphyxiation, hanging. But he was in the cell alone. So, they say it's suicide. That was the second... Su- so, that was August 2009. August 13th. That was the second suicide in that prison that month. Hmm. And the 42nd suicide... Since the prison established in 2006. This is 2009. So this is like the prison that they established for trying to drive people to suicide. It seems real weird. Upset about like... So either the guards are taking care of business or... Yeah. I mean, there's a piece when you talk about like... Ghosts in that The individual and you're like, okay, well, 
we're, it's not really a loss to society for this person, but I cannot believe that in yeah. three years' time you have 40 suicides. 40 and yeah, that's and, and in California too. It's yeah, either, usually yeah, a there's some, on top something shady is yeah. happening, or they are not. Because yeah. I mean, suicide in the prison population is fairly common because people yeah. don't yeah. want to face life in prison. And I actually so, have no statistics on that. I was going to say, and it's I don't know no, the yeah, statistics, it's, but 42 it seem, in three years seems. A little excessive. A little excessive. So guards are not doing their job or guards are doing their job. But all these people, are they all there for like life sentences? Because if that's like, if it's one of those. The name is Mule Creek State Prison. It doesn't seem like it's like. Mm. Yeah. It's weird that they released him to general pop. I don't know. Like like they kept him in like semi-isolation for his entire sentence. So I was trying to and then like all 2009 they're just like here you go <laughs> you're good out there in the yard your buddies you're in your 60s now be free yeah. um, who knows I think I think he probably had schizophrenia I, I that just, would be my guess just reading it in the onset of this and the trigger mm-hmm. of it like that was yeah. my absolutely go to and like trauma, the use of yeah. psychedelics yeah. and just mm-hmm. like he Based on I mean, what they like, said, he really seemed like a guy that believed what he was saying. Yes. Like, it didn't mm. seem like a con of no. him to be like, yeah, God wants me to kill you people. Like, he seemed like he this 100% was like, I have to save the whales and I have to kill you to do that. And <laughs> yes. like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have to Because that's you. what I've been told to do. And the fact that he was like married beforehand and that his wife and mother were both like, what is happening? Let's try to help. Yeah. It. Like it seems very much that it was like a trigger or mm-hmm. like an onset yeah. that was not already there, not right. developing. The LSD did not help with that. It yeah. When it had triggered, that yeah. I like I really do believe that he was schizophrenic, but he never got that diagnosis from what I can see. Wow. Well, fuck John Lindley Frazier. Yeah. yeah. Stay tuned for part three. Uh, yeah, oh, second so. of Santa Cruz murder peoples in the yes. short window of time there. Yep. yep. So I believe based on the timeline, he was chapter one that we're telling is the second story. So of the three. Kemper, uh-huh. Frazier. And then Mystery Man that you'll hear about. Mm. That's, the, uh, that's the Jake Gyllenhaal movie one. The last one of the trio. The Zodiac? Yeah. Killer? No. no. Is it? It's no. not the Zodiac. Oh, it's not? I thought that was the right the Zodiac time. Killer the Zodiac Killer in Sacramento in... also. No? Not in Santa Cruz. In oh, it's not? Because mm. it's the right time. Fuck, there's a lot of murderer people there's in There's just California. so many murders. Because it's Bastards. specific to Santa uh, oh, Cruz. Oh, Sam- Zodiac. Z- sorry. Manson was LA. Zodiac was San Francisco. Okay. Mm. Um, no. I yeah, think it was like right. farther up north is mm. what I... All right, well, um, if you would like sorry. to suggest no, a murderer... Not I'm not done. I have more about the Odas. <laughs> but wait, there's more. There's more <laughs> no, about wait, the Odas. Turns so, out the Odas were murderers, were the too. Two, yeah, they also... No. They were the two daughters, right? Oh, yeah. That they were off at boarding, boarding school. school. Mm-hmm. So Tara is... I think that's Tara. 18. And then Lark. Again, like, to, to John's case... Yeah, no, these people were, like, really rich and living the, like, I'm going to name my child Taggart Lark. and Lark. <laughs> yeah. So, not saying that's a reason to kill, but I can see why <laughs> he was like, yeah, you guys have too much money. And also, um, um, his mom is where one of the boys was at, like, when he got picked up or something. Like, he has a mom that, like, lives in the area, too. Oh, Victor? Yeah. Oda? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Um, so Tara and Lark are the ones that are off at boarding school. Mm-hmm. So forgot about them. They did kind of keep everything quiet because it was like four days, I think, before he got arrested, and they were tr- the police were trying to keep everything quiet until they could contact Tara, who's eighteen. So that would Jesus. be like the adult. Hey, by kid, the way, whatever. your whole yeah. family has been murdered, um, including your young brother. Yeah. So Tara ended up committing suicide seven years after Aww. this. That's terrible. Which mom committed suicide yes, two, years. two years after. Hmm. Um, so Lark is the only uh, remaining. She was the 15-year-old at yeah. the time. So she Jesus. was the only one who was left of this That's a family. horrendous past to yeah. have to yeah. cope with. Yeah. That sucks, yeah. Even the mother... Of Victor, I know couldn't handle it, huh? Yeah, yeah. two years. I mean, that is as a horrific your thing. I mean, yeah, like your entire. And you still have two grandkids alive. That's the thing that's is, the part like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, like I get it. Where it's like that is horrible. I don't even know how I'd cope with that. But you would really hope that, like, I have two grandkids. You would try yeah. that. You would like, yeah, like try to carry it on for them. Yeah, yeah. But maybe she was just like, and now Lark's eighteen, so it's uh, terrible. No, I don't know. It's a horrible thing. So, but well, yeah, this Lark has been uplifting. Yeah. Clark's still alive, and they contacted her when. Good for her. John died in mm-hmm. prison. Good. And she was probably like, "Thanks." She's like, "Fuck right." Yeah. Well, she. Yeah, I'm sure she's. They said it was a very the, emotional phone call. Yeah, I'm sure she's done a shitload of work to try to move on past yeah. it and, then and that let it go, and then it's just like, "Hey, remember this thing? The guy that murdered your entire fucking family, yeah. Yeah. essentially. Like, we're gonna bring all that shit back up. Yeah. For you. You're welcome." Yeah, that sucks. Fucking murders. Goddamn <laughs> Murderers. They don't really think through like how it's gonna affect others. Oops, sorry. They don't. Other people. Oh. Fucking hippies. So selfish. <laughs> Fucking hippies. No, the well, hippies didn't even claim him. They're send like, no, no. Uh, whiskey Dixon Jane a hippie to cover, um, <laughs> or a booze to drink. As we discussed, said hippie, we are at whiskey Dixon Jane at gmail.com. Whiskey DNJ on Twitter, Whiskey DNJ on Instagram, please. DM, email, etc. Instead of just seeing us on the street and telling us. I tried. <laughs> we have 21 in our list right now of people to cover. Yeah. Um, but we'll we do. There. We don't go in order. We shuffle them up. So if you tell us. Well, yeah, because you don't want to do too, too many cult leaders all at once. Yeah. Because that's usually you what happens. Only it's do like, oh, you so talked many. about this. Have you heard about this person? It's like, yes. We'll so this was a murder that you chose because it's just, quote, on the list? This one came, I think, actually from Ed Kemper when oh. we were doing Ed Kemper. And they're like, and these other two. And we're like, who are these other two? Gotcha. Uh, well, so uplifting. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Another heartwarming tale from Whiskey Dicks and Jane. <laughs> So if you don't email us some suggestions, there's only 20 more episodes and then we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're, done. we're never drinking another drop of booze. It's going dry in this. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> After we clean off the shelf. Your yeah. shelf is full. We've got some uh, really, we've got some bottles of the very low that we need to polish off and then we can refill with some good shit. That do said, we do accept that. uh sponsors for new you know if you want to throw a high end mm. episode in which whiskey. we clear out like just drink the bottles that are less than a fifth full it's like just, yep i think there should right. be an episode of like this is empty we're gonna finish this we're not off. talking murders if it's less this is remaining we're gonna just finish her off i think we should do that patreon episode number one yep. the <laughs> low bottle clear off section time yep. like 
We talk about whatever we want. The TV may or may not be on. That's fantastic. Thanks for listening. Whiskey Dixon Jane. I've been Steve. I'm Kale. I'm still Randy. This and I'm time. Kelsey. Bye.